Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to the shift. I hope you've had a lovely week and I know I say that every week, but I mean it. I hope you have a lovely week every week. Um, this week's guest is Natalie Cuomo. She's a comedian based here in New York City and I thought she'd be great to have on uh, to pick her brain about sex topics, sex advice, because she's very vocal on her TikTok about sex jokes and I actually was on a podcast with her boyfriend recently and he was talking about some of their sex stuff. So I was like, oh, I need to ask her. I need advice. So specifically for this episode we talk about arse play and I ask her tips about our stuff that I'm nervous about or uncomfortable about and I thought maybe some of the listeners might feel the same sometimes also if any of you the listeners have advice you're welcome to dm um but yeah it's really fun we chat about that and we also chat about being female comedians and you know just uh how to grow your social media she's been great with that um and also she gives great advice about just like promoting yourself and who to take advice from so yeah it's a fun app the video for this is on the patreon as usual so patreon forward slash the shift podcast uh you can pay what you want there so there's no specific price uh also if you could rate review that'd be great and follow natalie on everything but other than that enjoy this episode and I will talk to you next week. I was on a podcast with, I was on Lewis's podcast and I was saying about how I was afraid to put a finger up my boyfriend's arse because he likes that. But I was nervous. And then he was saying that you like to do that. And I was like, oh, I should ask Natalie for tips. Did he say that on his podcast? <laughs> amazing. Amazing. I love I it. Um, for tips, tips on how to convince them no no so well first <laughs> for this podcast it's like dating relationship sex team and then sometimes it's just oh, amazing so if we go off that's totally fine no no let's talk about sex well okay great well and so he was saying he's not um a big fan of it and I was like my boyfriend is a fan of it but the thing for me is I'm 30 so it's like really stressful trying to learn a new mm. thing and I think it's really intimidating especially for women or people who never even knew that that was something we had to like know about or learn or that's something that people like yeah yeah it's definitely more explorative on the sexual side and when I, did, I, yeah how did you even get the how did you even know to do that <laughs> I feel like I how do I know to do you don't know to do it you just like do it you're just like I, I see that thing I'm just like gonna do it you're just like go with the flow I guess I don't know <laughs> I'm a 
afraid. I don't know how far to put up my finger or. Oh, interesting. Even though. OK, so like the first time I gave a hand job was when mm-hmm. I was 14 in Spain. Okay. That's where you go as an Irish woman to be slutty. You go to Spain. <laughs> um, And my friend said that you put your finger and thumb around it kind of like, you know, like with the queen, the way she drinks her tea, that kind of way. So I gave him a hand job like that. And he was like, you're doing it wrong. And then I threw his penis on him and I ran away. So for me, I guess I could watch porn and stuff, but I don't watch porn. Neither and do I. I don't watch porn at all. You don't. This is amazing. I've never watched porn. I, I find it. I don't like people enough to watch porn. It doesn't turn me on. No, me neither. I well, I say that me neither, but I don't really know because I haven't watched it. Like the only thing I did watch was women and I thought that was kind of nice. But then it was also very whatever I saw was like performative. So I was like, I just because when I'm masturbating, I'm thinking of like, like colors and you know like I don't know like things I like I'm thinking about myself I'm like, <laughs> you have you have the mirror above the bed just for you <laughs> I'm just like yeah I'm awesome <laughs> yeah so you have you ever watched any porn not while masturbating I've watched porn twice with other people but like friends not like a partner but okay so I had this conversation with someone and they were like well they were like they feel like they've learned a lot from watching porn. And then that got me thinking, oh my God, am I like missing out on a lot of lessons that I could have learned? That's what I'm afraid of too. But then when I think about it, um, I don't want to learn. I'm kind of glad that I, I just think a lot of young people are probably learning how to be more performative. Like I had sex with a guy and it was like, I, if it wasn't my room, I would have been convinced we were being filmed because it was very performative, like flipping me around the place, making all these noises. It just didn't feel real. Um, And I also think as well, then like porn could be a bit intense, like with choking and, and slapping. And I don't like that. So I don't know if I would have wanted to watch it at a younger age and think that, that I have to do that maybe. Yeah. Like it would pressure you into feeling like you had to act a certain way that didn't feel good for you. Yeah. Or like look a certain way. Yeah, it just doesn't. It, I think it would almost make me more self-conscious because I would think that there was a way that you need to be doing things. Yes, me too. Me too. I am. Um, this is so fun. I think this is really funny. But someone's there was a TikTok video and the guy said, show your guac guac 3000 or show who gives. And I don't even know what that is. I don't even know if I'm saying what is right. that. Well, I, I'm not sure how to spell it, but it was like G-A-W-K no yeah and he just showed her and she did like kind of like a blowjob tech like air impression so I googled it and it was a type of blowjob where you twist both hands and I had no idea that that was even a technique that you're meant to like no twist. people do that yeah <laughs> See, I feel like you could watch porn bring it to the bedroom and then the guy would be like what the fuck are you doing like this is this is insane it's like if you watch the youtube video of like the person with the grapefruit on the dick and then you brought it out they'd be like what is this this is supposed to be a youtube video and that is the thing as well like obviously if they're doing these like porn things they're doing it with porn stars if you just all of a sudden whip out some crazy move that they haven't experienced either and as well it's like i yeah i don't know but yeah, all of the techniques are very strange because even like I love being on top. And then I read about this thing on top that you're meant to spell coconut. And I was like, I don't spell coconut. Why is he even telling me this? I feel like, yeah, all the tips are wrong. They're, you have to like listen to the situation. Like I knew, like I feel like you have to like 
You have to be present because then you're not being present if you're thinking about like some porno that you watched. Yeah. And I also feel like when I have sex anyway, I'm a different, I'm a different person. My soul leaves my body and my body takes Ooh. over and I'm enjoying it and I'm in the moment. But if I were to try to recreate that or tell you what I'm doing, I have a fucking clue. And then I usually just with low jobs or if I'm on top, I'll just say to the guy, like, tell me if what you like. And they might be like, oh, can you do this? Can you do that? And then you just roll with it. And it's right. It's easier than being in your head. Like, am I squeezing this to the 90 degree angle enough? <laughs> why coconut do you think was the word that they that they said you should spell i don't know i don't spell coconut though i do move around but plus i'm dyslexic so that'd just throw a whole lot really confused me i'd be like c-o-c <laughs> <laughs> how do you how many o's did i do so far <laughs> yeah it's too stressful i want it's probably because your hips going in like a c and then going in an o bringing it back around uh, uh, coco and then an o and then I don't know what's with the end. Maybe go forward again, <laughs> and then you, which is basically just no. And then a T. I don't know what. I don't know how to do a fucking T with their hips. But the T would be weird. Mm-hmm. You're just like up. Oh, let me move. Let me do the cross. <laughs> I think the best way to learn, honestly, is like doing it wrong and getting made fun of. In life, in sex, in everything. So I don't think porn is the way. Yeah, yeah. And I think as well, if someone like is like laughing at me, like, what are you doing here? Just be like, just laugh and enjoy it. Don't get yeah self-conscious because you're probably already doing something absolutely wild. Um, <laughs> the finger and arse thing, though. So when was the yeah. first time you fingered an arse? Oh, I'm obsessed um, with the whole finger and arse thing ever since I started dating. Lena. No, we can talk. Really? Um, is he a comic? Yeah. OK. You probably know him. What's Lee his name? Long? Long? Yeah. Very quiet. <laughs> he keeps himself. Um no, I don't know him. He he's he he's oh my god, I think he's done your show because we were on your show, I'm pretty sure. Oh no, maybe it was the rooftop show after your show, actually. It was probably after okay. but um maybe he's very he keeps to himself. He's like he's really he likes the finger in the ass and he doesn't mind if everyone knows it. No, he talks about on. Unsta- That's how I know he likes finger. He has never oh, said to me. He's he never put said a finger- to you, but you know it's in his act. Yeah, yeah. He's never asked me, and he's been like, honestly, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. But he has like a five minute bit on how he likes getting fingered in the air. So I'm like, oh, obviously. Okay, so this is what this is what I would do. Have you even attempted? I rubbed it in the shower, but then he told me I was rubbing his tailbone, so that was a big defeat for me. And then. Oh. I like okay yes well tell me tell me more we do massage sex sometimes and I did like a little where I but I just was rubbing the outside of it I just I haven't put a finger in there yet I don't know what to do it freaks me well do you not want to I mean if you don't want to it's okay yeah I mean I only don't want to because I'm afraid and I don't like doing things because it's not it'd be more that I'm just like it's new it's different I'm afraid and I think that's what kind of stops us doing stuff sometimes like and I don't what want- are you afraid of th- like what are you afraid of of doing it wrong um mm. you know just put my finger up there and being like okay what do I do now now I'm just stuck with a finger up his eyes and he's looking at me <laughs> it's so funny because like he's the vulnerable one in the situation like when you put a finger in someone's ass they're vulnerable you are the fucking dominatrix that you're on top you know so it's like you're the one in power and you can't fuck it up. You're the one with the finger in their ass. 
okay see that's what scares me because I'm the one in power but I don't feel like mm-hmm. I'm the one in power I'm just gonna be like what am I doing here what am I meant there's to do? no there's no wrong way to do I, I'd say the only thing you could worry about is like if it's not lubricated enough you could hurt them yeah okay so lube and I guess I could just ask because I'm going or along like, what I want, I want some yeah. of the listeners who have fingered arses to dm me and let me know how their finger arses experience but this is like i none of my girlfriends from back home i never heard about this until des said it on the podcast and i actually was uh, chatting with hannah the other night and um i was saying i was gonna have you on and ask you about this and we were like laughing about it because it can be quite you're just like whoa i didn't know that was like a thing and like then men will be like loads of men will be like yeah i love that and you're like whoa men have so much more pleasure in their in their ass than than uh women speaking of my stomach has been driving me in insane i think that anal sex makes your stomach hurt i but i've googled it and nothing is coming up but i think that it does well i have ibs so i don't have anal sex because i'm like i'm kind of afraid i know Mm -hmm. that sounds maybe a bit silly but Oh, I don't know. I'm always like, if I eat something bad, I'm running to the loo. So I just like, Oof. no, I get it. Yeah. But I was reading recently about hemorrhoids. Cause I just got, I got, I like, I'm, I'm paranoid every five seconds that I have some new disease. So I was reading Me about too. that. Me too. Uh, and that's all affected with your stomach and your anal sex can cause it a little bit. So maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. that's weird about your stomach though. I don't know. But I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, like I've gotten an enema before. And the way that works is like it moves everything around your stomach. So maybe it's like moving things around your stomach and it's fucking your stomach up. Who knows? I don't know. I'm going to get like a weird SDM. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone's going to oh, be like, I'll man. fuck your stomach up. Or like, okay. My stomach is messed up. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, we'll go to the doctor just to be sure. I probably has nothing to do with anal because like, like when you think of all the people we know that you anal and they're like, but you never know though. Like, you know, people don't so, walk around talking about it though. Yeah. And like having just regular sex gives you a UTI. Like I, I'll, if I have a sex mm-hmm. without condom, I'm just like my, the penis just breathes in my vagina and I get a UTI. So it's just like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's like my, my vagina hates penis. I'll tell you that. Really? <laughs> I like the feel of it in a condom, but there's something to do with and my friends would always be like, oh, that guy has a dirty dick. And I'm like, I don't think he has a dirty dick. I think I just have a very sensitive. So maybe you have like a sensitive uh. arse. Maybe your arsehole. Maybe there's something. Or maybe like, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I would just go to the doctor just to be safe. Because at least then if they tell no. you it's fine. See, I cannot go to the doctor because I, I cannot explain this to a doctor. I cannot say. I cannot listen. I I cannot. First of all, I went to a new doctor today because of um, something that doesn't have to do with sex. And he was awesome. But I cannot imagine saying to him, hey, like I've been having anal sex and my stomach hurts. I can't imagine saying that. I promise you he won't care. I had to show well, I was at the doctor today and I had to show him, which I hate, my moly vagina because I have a mole on my vagina and I'm like nervous that it'll be like one of these cancerous things. But he was like, oh, it's probably fine. But I had to like show him my vag and he's a dermatologist. So it's like just doesn't feel yeah. he's not a gynecologist. It feels Why weird. didn't you go to the gynecologist? I did. And she tried to get me to burn it off for a whole year. I was using this burning cream. And then eventually she goes, oh, look, if it didn't, because she was thinking if it was cancerous and you use this burning cream, it's reacts in a certain way but it didn't it just kind of scared it and now it's like ugly but um 
but she was like oh it's fine but then I was at the dermatologist and I was like I asked him about the whole situation and he was like well that's really weird that you use that burning cream that cream is for like genital warts and you don't have that so let me have a look at it and then he was like okay we're gonna come back in a few months and like so this was me coming back to see if it had changed And he was like no it's still still fine and then he was like I he was like have you been tested for HIV and I was like yeah this doctor scared the shit out of me it's terrible because he was like my my white blood cells came back as low and he I have like a weird skin condition thing and he was like well this is common with people who have high, have HIV and I was like well my gynecologist and my doctor both tested me last month and I had nothing he was like well we're just going to test you again just to be safe and I'm like this is terrifying stuff scary but and I'm sure I'm fine but I the point is that the what doctor's is wrong with doctor. I just, yeah, but the doctor won't care. Like, and if it, if it gives you peace of mind and it could be, he might say to you, lay off. Look, oh, I'm laying you- off. Lay I'm off. laying off. Yeah. <gasps> lay I'm off. laying off. I must La- relax now. <laughs> lay, lay off the anal sex and then see, um, lay off the anal sex and then see how your stomach feels. And if it's like a- clockwork, Katie, it's like, it's crazy. I guess now that we're talking about this, it's like the next day at like, so at the specific amount of time, all of a sudden my stomach will just hurt and I'll want to cry. It's like clockwork. I don't know oh. why. Yeah. Maybe look, I it, they have to be related. Yeah. I know they're related. Well then look, and if it, if it doesn't hurt when you're not having anal, maybe anal just isn't for you. Well, <laughs> do you really like anal? Is anal good? I've only done it for like a second when I was like 20. And I mean, it went in a little bit and I was like, no, no, no. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. I mean, I like being exploratory. Yeah. Okay. And you put the whole, <laughs> you put the whole penis in. Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. I know when Oscar was on. So, you know, Oscar, um, I, yeah. He was saying yeah. that you have to, and I didn't even know this. And I was talking to someone back home who watched a documentary that was on in the UK. And like, this is me being like ignorant or just no, I had no reason to ever know, but that a lot of gay men will clear out their arse before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You clear out your arse before you have anal. No, I'm already perfect. Um, no, see, maybe you need to clear out your arse. Maybe you need no, to do No, no, no. It's not that. It's It's like, I think that it like, the movement from the act from the sex it like it like moves things around in my body and then my stomach hurts the next day that's my that's my hypothesis I'm a scientist yes no and look hey look if if you have anal and then it hurts the next day it doesn't hurt my ass it hurts my stomach like it feels like (laughs) this is terrifying (laughs) I'm fine I'm happy my stomach's great everything (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I think uh, I think it's probably normal. Okay, so but I'm glad you like it. Do you eat arse then? Of course. You eat it. You eat it. Yes. Um, I've never eaten arse. I don't want to eat arse. I feel like, wow, really? See, that's how I imagine. I can't imagine putting a finger in without eating it because then it's just like, I understand how you feel awkward because you're just standing there and you're like, I guess I'll poke my finger in. <laughs> I feel like eating it makes it more of like a thing and then you can like, put a finger in you're gonna be like crazy but if you're okay. not eating it you're just like boop <laughs> wait wait though I'm this is me being so I am, I am out of control right now <laughs> I love it and this is me not being it's so funny it's like a sex positive podcast but it's really me not having a fucking clue um I'm afraid of like 
e coli and stuff like they men shit out their arses and women shit out their arses like i know we clean it with tissue but i'd be just like oh i just it would make me gag to be honest but i guess mm. men pee out of their penis and i put a penis in my mouth so is it much different i mean you, you would i think most you i would only do it if i was like dating someone right and also in that case they probably would have the respect to only let me do it if they just showered and they were clean like I'm not gonna be like oh you just had diarrhea let me get in there like I wouldn't this is why you're sick what <laughs> this is yeah. why you're sick you're Maybe like that's why my stomach hurts <laughs> <laughs> okay so how do you eat arse though do you just lick it like uh like like the way they lick your clit <laughs> no <laughs> Oh my god! See, I have like lube. everything. Everything I do, I don't know if it's right. I'm just like following my animal instincts here because I don't like do research. How? <laughs> oh, you know, I found a. Okay, wait, wait. So, but seriously, you just lick the arse. Yeah. Okay, because you guys say eat, and we say like lick out. You say eat out, and that always confuses me a little bit because to eat to me is like nibble. No, I don't nibble. That would set. That's <laughs> wild. I don't even know how you would nibble an Arizona. I I looked up. Um, I didn't read it. Just right before you got on the podcast, I looked up like how to finger an arse, and I want to see if there's oh, any. Yeah, what does it say? I'm just curious. See, it's it's so funny. It is, and these articles are always crazy. But it says touch yourself before bringing in your partner. Partner. So I guess like finger your own arsehole. It says slide a finger or to- well that's vagina or do the same for your back door here they are talking about arses and they refer as a back door i'm like just say um but always make sure you, you know what i would i would okay yeah sorry well it, it does say a good thing about different fingers because you, you don't want to mix the bacteria that's how women get utis as well is when a guy shoves a finger in your arse and then shoves it in your vagina that's not good but what are you gonna say I feel like you could be giving a blowjob and then just sneak a finger in. That could be not awkward. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do with Leland. And so when I eventually do it, but I have to like give it a while now because I've talked about it so much that I'll do it as a surprise. But the massage stuff was good because we like massage our, each other's whole body. So that was good. And I did it a little mm. bit there. Or I did it a little bit when I was on top. But again, when I was like having sex when I'm on top, I just stuck my hand around and did it. But again, it was only like, the top of my finger not really like I was just at the very but we were all lubed up from the massage oil as well but he oh, said that was perfect really, yeah and he said that was really hot because um he said that it's just more that it's bold so the fact that I'm like doing that while being on top you're right it's probably more the power thing like he's like yeah I'm in control I'm being a boss bitch as they say I really don't think it even matters how you do it it's just like he must like being submissive in some way yeah yeah he does he's very sweet and kind which is funny because I don't like when guys are rough with me but because he's so sweet and kind and I've never liked guys pulling my hair but I'm like Lena you can pull my hair you can pull a little bit <laughs> just a little yeah because I guess it's because I feel more safe with him and I've never liked guys Aww. slapping my arse but I don't mind him slapping it because he's so not degrading that it's like okay you can degrade me a little you know oh yeah how long very- have you guys been together nearly five months oh that's a good amount of time yeah yeah he's very like this morning i had to go to the doctor so i was like getting ready and he like got up and made me breakfast i know he's adorable um okay wait i'll see what else it says oh yes tell me okay so when you're ready lube up your entrance 
So your arsehole. Oh, the entrance. And your finger. Spend some time making circles around the opening. Then while breathing, I love how they're like, don't forget to breathe. This is like yoga. Apply some pressure to the opening. As your body relaxes into pleasurable sensation, you'll be able to slip in a finger from here and let what feels good guide you. Okay, that's fine, but that's masturbation fingering. I want to know, have the anal fingering talk. When you're ready to move toward partner play, gaining consent is a must. Well, this article is very above board. Uh, you wow. should <laughs> you should walk away from the conversation. Oh, I don't be talking about conversation. Yeah, we get that. Okay, understand the deal with poop. First things first, know that poop is rarely an issue. The feces is stored in the upper bowels. Oh, that's good. Clients feel worried about having IBS. You are worried about the poop? For myself. Yeah. And for them too. Yeah, I have longer fingernails. But I also, to be honest with you, the poop, I don't really care. Because I, I love Leland, so I'd be like, I just wash it off. Oh, uh, how yeah. sweet is that? Yeah, but I'm, I'm you glad. You can poop on my know. fingers, babe. Yeah, okay. You know, I made him look at my arsehole yesterday because I thought I had a hemorrhoid. <laughs> oh, it's love. I've done that for my best friends. Yeah, that's you need. That's the whole reason to have best friends or partners. So you can be like, does this look like an STD? Does this look like cancer? Aww. Do I have this? Is this a weird lump? Um. Okay, so we don't need to read the poop thing. We don't care about that. Consider using finger cots. What is that? Oh, that's like little condoms for your fingers. Okay, great. Um, grab Wait, the lube. Condoms for your fingers. That's psychotic. I, yeah, Why? I guess. Why would you use that? I guess if people are just worried, maybe. If you're worried, then okay. I'll be accepting. I won't be judgmental. I just feel, yeah, okay. It's a finger. What, I guess maybe if you're worried you have a cut on your finger or something. I don't know. Yeah, and maybe for the other person, maybe they don't want a dirty finger. Maybe they're like germy, germaphobe. Hmm. Who knows? But yeah, I heard someone be like that they use um, what are those? gloves that doctors use plastic oh, latex nice. gloves yeah i'm so curious what his joke is about anal i Who mean that anal yeah about a, a finger in the butt he says that he likes a finger in the arse and that his friends have called or that he's someone has called him gay first and he said that like you know this isn't a, it's not about being gay um i can't remember what the joke was exactly because i focus so much on the fact that i hear that he likes a finger in the arse I'll tell you this, Katie, I have put a butt plug in someone's ass before. Oh, yeah. Like, I've never done that, but I'm pretty sure that's something he would probably want in the future if he likes. But it's not. Not in my current relationship, in a, in a past relationship, I did this. It's not. It's very. They be, that's very like dom submissive thing to do. Oh, that is it's like dumb? I feel because you you really feel that they're like you do start to feel like they are being very submissive and it's like a whole other, like, yeah, I don't know. You know what I, I mean? Yeah. I don't it's know. It's a whole other, it's a whole other level. Yeah. Maybe come back to me in like four years if I'm still with him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like that's like, you know, after he gives you an engagement ring or something. <laughs> yeah. But Leland had a butt plug toy. So he had a bunch of toys that he used with his ex, but I was like, I don't want to use any of them because no, I don't what? You throw them out when you break up. That's crazy. Oh, here. He had like toy, like he had stuff of hers that they just see. They ended on really good terms. She's not a bad person. She was very kind to him when they ended. That's fine. But you throw out the toys. I know. But he was just like, what's fine? I washed them. And I was like, no, that's psychotic. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, you get new toys. So he 
the bull plug was for himself though that wasn't for her and i don't is she a comic uh she i don't know her i've never i don't to be honest with you i even said to him i was like i don't need to know her name i don't like having that i like that i like not knowing what they look like yeah unfortunately yeah because if you i'm like if you say oh her name is michelle williams i'm gonna google michelle williams so i i just like i don't need to know and i don't think i think she's like open micer not like on the scene Mm -hmm. and they had like a lovely breakup she sounds like a really nice person just not meant to be grand that's better than her him being like so you're so mature you are so mature (laughs) well it's better than him being like she's a cunt and then her being like you're fucking fucking my new you're with my new fella or whatever and we've been together longer than they were well they were together four months broke up and then another four months but you know what i'm not counting the next four months okay you broke up (laughs) yeah but um Yeah, no, I, I just said to him, like, I was like, yeah, gross, throw them out. And but the boat plug was for himself. I must ask him about it so I can add, add, talk about it on the podcast. Like, he, he won't mind me talking about it here, but I must ask. But he was just like, he's just very explorative. He just thinks mm. it's very there's no shame with sex. And it's also not a he said to me with the finger arse thing. It's like he's like, I don't need it. It's just nice. But it's not a big deal. But when I would like to be more explorative and like, you know, it kind of was sexy when I was massaging him and I felt like a bit confident with it, but I just didn't yeah. go. I was aware in my head too, that when I put the finger up there, I don't really know what to do because you know what a woman, you just two fingers, you're going for the G spot, but I guess they have a prostate. So, but like, do you, do you, do you pull, do you poke up or do you poke down or do you poke around? I don't know. I don't, I mean, how long does he want you to be in there? I don't think long. This is you want your fingers to get pruned. What's happening? I'm overthinking. He hasn't he hasn't even asked for this. This is all me. And our relationship is so good that, of course, I would pick. Usually I'm with guys who like are massive red flags and dickheads and stuff. So, of course, I'm focusing on this one thing and being like overthinking it a bit. But I guess you're right. I guess like once you're there, you'll just figure it out and they'll tell you what they like. I feel like you don't have to keep it in for that. You put it in for a little bit and then you like move back to the. (laughs) <laughs> or you just like I think it's like about multitasking yeah I hate multitasking you know you hate multitasking yeah <laughs> you just want to focus on the finger in the ass you know even no I will and I'll blow him and then or whatever I'll do all of that I'll multitask but you know even when you're watching tv if my phone lights up I find that very distracting yeah um, but yeah so I will eventually but it's good talking to you and it's good for listeners to hear that it's just a feel the vibe there's no really technique again i have no idea what i'm talking about but that's (laughs) my experience in life (laughs) well you've done it so you do it says here that the anal anal fingering guide main event and when you're okay i oh my god it says when your body is relaxed enough to go from external play to internal play You'll be able to tell the hole itself will pucker up a bit. Jesus. Um, and then hold, you put it, you put your part, you put it, ease the finger in up to the first knuckle. That's what it says. Ease it into that's, the first that's knuckle. That's nothing, Katie. Okay. Please. Jesus. But then, I don't think that he needs that. I'll be honest. I think he needs halfway. Okay. Halfway. Maybe. And it, or it, just the fingernail pad. Okay, yeah, I can do that. And then it says, hold here for three to two, one seconds, then take it out and re-lubricate if it needs. So See, here's the thing. This is not sexy at all. Imagine you put it in and in your head, you're like, three, two, one. Okay, 
that's why going with the flow is hot because you're in the moment. You're like, yeah, this feels good. I'm listening to your body, what you're responding to. You're not like, it's not like the fucking, you're not counting. Like it's not at first grade. Like, I don't know. This is nuts. You're so right. You are right. Cause the thing is like, when I'm on top, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know that it makes my partner calm. They're making noises and I'm enjoying myself because I just let go and I just kind of do whatever feels good and we follow yeah. each other's rhythm. So I think you're fine with the finger and our. I, I think, think it should right. not be calculated. You can't, it should not be like a calculated, like, yeah, especially like one, two, three, lubricate. But I do think lubrication is very important. Well, that's good to know as well because my like Leland has tried to put a finger in my arse and I was like I don't get wet there you need to lubricate and he was like oh all right, okay I so, would expect him to know better if that's, right. if that's his thing why doesn't he know that yeah I think he just gets carried away in the moment but the moment he got excited away wrong <laughs> he got excited he got excited yeah so you don't want anyone coming near there no I like it sometimes but I'm very um like I don't know what the right word to use for it is, but I uh, like I like it one day and the other day I won't like it. And you can't really tell mm. unless you go down there. So and I've told Leland on that as well. I'm like, it's a real whatever I'm in the mood for, because sometimes he'll do it and it'll distract me from me getting to my orgasm. So I'll just hit his hand away or other times I'll like move his hand towards it because it's kind of like sometimes I like it because it's bold but then sometimes right. just, there's too much going on with me trying to orgasm like if he's going down on me or whatever or yeah but yeah I, I do like it um if it's not too distracting it's so funny because yeah I feel like you sometimes you really need to focus to actually have an orgasm yeah yeah I like I find if I just relax and think about something else that'll help but sometimes I really need I folk what I think about if I'm focusing, I think about like my clitoris opening up and letting them in. So oh, interesting. Yeah, I imagine that and they letting them in and stuff. And it was funny because Leland had these jokes about how, oh, his joke is basically, I asked him what a romantic event is, which I didn't say those words, but he just edited it for the stand up. But he said, oh, I really like like uh, going to a park and looking at clouds. And his joke is that I really focus on the clouds bit. And now that I think he's uh, like sexually attracted to clouds and he has all these funny antidotes about this but I did only realize afterwards that when I'm orgasming I actually think about clouds is that really weird like that kind of no you're relaxed yeah like hippie like different it's like I'm on drugs I've never I've done salvia once and then I had e put in my drink so I didn't need <gasps> to do it I know and I don't want to do drugs so that was really mean I did have a great night I will say where that, was it it was at this party at home and one of the guys put like a bunch of e-tablets in like a bottle of in Ireland yeah that we were all the girls were drinking and all the girls were totally out of their tree and they've all done e before and I don't do drugs because uh I really like my dad and he works he works as a policeman so I just you know I just was like I didn't speak to my mother so I was like I don't really want to and I'm pl- and my mother's crazy as well so I was afraid to any ever do anything too mental like would it unlock mental health issues so I've always just stuck with drinking not e- I don't even smoke weed and that night I could see like Sigur Ross music I could literally see and I was like oh, I'm on it there's something but when I orgasm that's what it feels like it feels like I'm on drugs like I'm in a different realm or dimension I'm not thinking that's awesome yeah I'm not 
thinking about some porno I, i'm not thinking about i don't think sex i don't i don't look if i saw someone fucking right now i'm like oh yeah that turns me on like i went to a sex club and i wasn't like i didn't wasn't having sex i was just going to report for the podcast but none of it got me turned on it just was like okay they're fucking but yeah so i don't know i guess i just like like spacey clouds and weird shapes <laughs> no i mean i like i feel like it's like it's a it's a you feel like that before you come or after during the whole orgasm experience because you know like for me mm. it's like a slow build and then a uh, do you ever have dizzy spells and it kind of feels nice yeah that's kind of like what it is but magnified huh so it's like i'm le- like I'm it sounds le- like you're having amazing orgasms i mean this sounds great <laughs> yeah. you're it's- like you're going to another place it feels like drugs like this is I mean, Leland's doing a great job or your vibrator. I don't know which one, but yeah, yeah, it was before Leland as well. But yeah, he's doing a great job. But um, it, like it was just always. But when I was small, I used to be able to lie on my bed and then like make the bed spin. I'm going to sound like a crazy person now, but I could like kind of I don't know how to explain it where you can make it feel like the room is spinning. I, I know what you're saying yeah yeah so that's what it feels a bit when I'm orgasm it's like I'm it's like my soul is leaving my body and it's going hanging out in a different plane even though I know that's not real that's what it feels like it feels like a mu- what people say a mushroom trip is for like 20 seconds ah oh. wow I mean that sounds awesome that's not what I experience what but how I, do you experience your orgasm it just feels like, I mean, it depends on like the level, I guess the peak level would be just like a peak feeling of pleasure. And I guess, but it's not like, and like, I don't think, which is cool. Cause I think too much. That's great. But I don't think, I don't think I'm like, and then I feel like when I come out of it, I'm like, Whoa, where was I? Yeah. Yeah. That's- that's nice. I also feel like I like having a bunch of orgasms. So I'll like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. My, if I'm like with Leland, I'll, I get off first, then we have sex and then maybe I'll masturbate afterwards. So what a healthy sex life you have. Yeah. Just, yeah. You see. And so just a finger and arse is the next step. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like literally clenching my asshole right now. I mean, I have had, I have, <laughs> I have had, we, I've, you know, I've pushed it to the limit with anal lately. Yeah. Yeah. So, so did you always have anal with other partners? No, I just, no, it was just like, it was an, in the moment, like exploratory thing. And, um, it was, it's great. I love it, but you know, it's like, whoa, it's intense. It's intense. Because men, they have the prostate, so they basically have their G-spot in the arse. But mm-hmm. I've always found, and I've, like, fingered my own arse the odd time when I was, like, masturbating in the shower. And I think it's super pleasurable. But we don't have, like, a prostate or whatever. But I guess it's because of the nerves. I have no idea. But right now, the thought of anyone even looking at my asshole makes me want to scream. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's just something you've been recently doing again, your body probably is just getting used to it again. Yeah. I've never been into it's never been like a thing that I've been into it was just like recently I've been like recently it was just like oh should we like yeah okay and then it was like we're just like having fun and then I was like whoa that's a lot of fun it was <laughs> I mean I really I really like it but 
yeah, it does like it, it is like something that your body has to get used to for sure. Yeah. So that's probably just why your stomach's sore. It's been because this was like holiday anal, right? Mm-hmm, <laughs> holiday, mm-hmm. holiday sex stuff is always way more wild, intense. wild. Plus, if you're like, you know, a little like Kai or something, I think you like you think that you can push yourself farther than you can. And then you're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's like being drunk you when you're drunk you fall down the stairs and you're like i'm fine next morning you wake up you have like a broken arm you're like oh my god <laughs> um so you're in a new relationship now but it's like mm-hmm. five months right it's similar to mine maybe four four and but you were engaged before mm-hmm. 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 and you guys just broke up last year right yeah we broke up in february do you have any advice for people who come out of an engagement? How to sort of cope well, other than anal? It's really hard. It's yeah. it's hard. Like um, anal is one way to cope because it's impossible to think about anything else. So <laughs> no, but uh, in all seriousness, it's um, man, it's really hard because like a, your entire lives are intertwined. B, I mean, everywhere you go, everywhere you go for like a significant amount of time afterwards, it's always like, how's Jake? How's Jake? How's Jake? Where's Jake? And people don't mean anything by it. It's just like you are an item. Like you are, you are like pe- two people that are like together all the time. So it's like, you kind of have to continuously tell people that like, oh, we're not together. And they're like, oh, and that's difficult. And also just like, when you live with someone, like, for example, we lived together and then he moved out. So it's like kind of hard looking at us, even though like I initiated the breakup, it was hard looking at the space and being like, Oh, all of Jake's things used to be here. Like I, you know, like we used to share this experience together. So I think, I guess my advice would be that, um, the feelings pass. Yeah. You know, the feelings pass. There's nothing. That's, that's the only thing I could say. You'll probably lose a lot of weight and the feelings will pass, <laughs> but it, it's, it's hard because like, yeah, it's hard. It's, it's, it's like you share so much with someone and you're like, for a while I was like, I don't know if I'll ever have that level of intimacy with anyone ever again. I'm like really happy that I'm in a great relationship now and it makes, it's great. But like, it was the, actually the longest I've ever been sick, single because I'm like a serial monogamous. So I was sick, single for like five or six months. And I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm like that as well. I'm always dating someone and I love monogamy. So but you were single for six months. Um, How did it how did it feel? Was that the, uh, like, do you feel like there was an appropriate amount of time before you got into your next relationship? And I asked this because I have a friend who this person I don't want to be too specific came out of a relationship and is to ask me like what is the right amount of time and it is a question that I've gotten in from podcast listeners and I don't I can't I just I personally think each person is different and whatever you feel comfortable with but I don't think there's a certain amount of time he was like should I wait four months before I date again and I'm like I don't fucking know 
I don't think there's like a specific amount of time that you need to wait. I mean, the thing for me is like, it's people in my life kept being like, you're never single. You don't know how to be single. And it's like, why do you want me to be, why don't you want me to be happy and have a partner? But I, I don't think there's like a certain amount of time that you need to wait. I think that the thing is this, you don't want to be with someone just to be with someone. Like you don't want to have like, as my therapist says, you want, you don't want to feel like, Oh, bad breath is better than no breath. Right. Like that's, that's a thing that I, I had done a lot. Like I would just settle for someone that wasn't an ideal partner because I didn't want to be alone. So I feel like that's the thing that you have to make sure you do. It's not about like the time in between. It's just making sure you're not just picking someone because you're lonely. You're actually like them and they're a good fit for you. Yeah. That is great advice because I do think as well, I love being in a relationship now bullish I think if you don't know how to deal with your problems by yourself and you're constantly going to someone for reassurance or help or advice and again that's fine that's what friends do but if you don't know how to deal with it by yourself it's really hard because you kind of end up attracting maybe the wrong person then yeah yeah exactly it becomes like codependent it's not necessarily a healthy relationship you have to be like a full like functioning independent person so that like you can come. I was saying this to Lewis, my current boyfriend, right? Um, but, like I feel like in my past relationships, it's either been like the them show or the Natalie show and they're supporting me or the them show and I'm supporting them. And like for the first time with Lewis, I feel like it's both of us and it's it's no it's not the Lewis show and it's not the Natalie show. Like we're both living our lives and coexisting together. And I feel like that's really awesome and important. And I feel like that's something that like, I've, I don't remember how that's relevant, but I feel to what you were saying, but I feel like it's, it was like an easy pattern for me to fall into in relationships before, because I hadn't like fully developed my sense of self. I think that's really healthy. And I even think with me dating a comedian, that's the first time I've experienced that too, where it's co-helping each other um, Mm and understanding each other's lifestyles, uh, supporting each other equally, I hope. he definitely supports me a lot. Um, but yes, I can understand what you're saying. And I think that is really important, and especially with you, because you've built very quickly uh, a like Natalie enterprise. I did build a little enterprise, didn't I? You did, like, I mean, it's because I've watched your career grow. You know, I saw you when you started um, and in a short period of time, you've done a lot. And it's obviously a long, long time in regards that you've worked your arse off and I've seen you working your arse off. Um, but you you have put in a lot of hard work. You've built this this amazing thing. You know, your Instagram, even your TikTok. I watch your fucking TikTok. You're only on TikTok fucking two months and you're flying. But oh, thanks. you're posting a million things. You're working hard at it. You're consistent. Um, and that's what I tell all my friends to do. Like I tell them to get on TikTok and I'm like, post every day, be consistent. And they kind of huff and they puff. And then they'll be like, oh, and you know, this person's doing it now and they're doing great. And I'm like, yeah, just fucking do it. Stop complaining right. and do it. And like, that's one thing with you. You made a lot of opportunities for yourself. You know, you you put on shows. Yeah, you, you worked on your Instagram. You worked on your social medias and your, your podcast. So if anything, it can be the Natalie show. Like you should be in a relationship where you're like, I'm doing my thing it's so interesting because yeah I do feel like um thank you that was that was very sweet I feel like um 
it's so weird. You have to, you have to advocate for yourself and you have to push for yourself and you have to create your own opportunities. And I don't know why people, I don't know if people don't know how to do that or if they, uh, like don't want to do that, but I definitely feel like I've, I guess it's just hard. It is hard work too, but yeah, the social media stuff is, it's hard to make the TikTok videos because it's like a little embarrassing sometimes, you know, it's vulnerable. Is very vulnerable. Oh. I like your tech talks. I like them. Thanks. Thank you. But yeah, it is very vulnerable. I will say that. And I think that's what most people are embarrassed to put their face up. Like we're comedians and we do stand up all the time, but that is, it's very stressful to put your face up. And then someone's like, oh, look at your pimple scar. And you're like, oh, fuck this. I know. I was always like really confident about my tits. Like I always felt like, I always felt like I had great tits. Like if I was hooking up with someone and like I took my shirt off, I'd be like, yeah, I'm skinny, but I have big tits. Like I used to feel like that. But then like I did this like half nude photo shoot and it's like, oh my God, like just trolls about how, about how my tits are ugly, which is like, I mean, hundreds of, of comments, which is like fine. Cause people are going to pick on anything, but it's like hard on you. Cause you're like, you're like, it's hard to, that, that's just, just like a small example. Right. But like it's hard to, it really is hard to a learn how to cope with that and like not internalize it. And like now not look in the mirror and, and be like, ugh, my tits suck. I want a boob job. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily feel like that, but it's hard not to internalize like a lot of negativity about something when it's like consistent and like it comes from being vulnerable. So it's not irrational to feel scared of putting yourself out there because people are mean. People are going to troll you. They are going to make fun of you and they are going to talk shit and try to make you hate yourself. So it it makes sense to be scared, but you kind of have to like get thick skin or whatever. Yeah, no, 100%. I had the same with my arse. But like, it's yeah. physically impossible for me to have a bigger arse. Like, I, I don't know what they want me to get up at 6am every morning and do squats on top of everything else I do. Fuck off. Yeah, it's you have a nice ass. Uh, yeah, I know. But you know, they want a big fat, unrealistic no, no, arse. No. no, you have a great ass. Thank you. Yeah, I know. Leland tells me I have a great arse, but it's also kind of hidden. I don't really show it. But for my body size, it's just I would literally have to get like start mad workouts. You're right about that, though, because people are cruel on the internet because they're just instead of like swiping they'll be like saying the meanest things and it's in our job is just to like try to make people laugh make them have a good time and and they're like no fuck you I'm gonna make you hate yourself which is like, it shows how cruel the world is sometimes like Jesus just swipe move on wild it's like so it's crazy but you know what I think it means you're doing something right. Like, oh yeah, I do take it as like, if I wasn't getting hate, I would be questioning my career because you, you need to be getting, if you're not getting hate, you're doing something wrong. Like you should be getting hate. Yeah. And what would, would you have any advice for people? Um, I guess women in specific, or I guess anybody, because you quickly grew your social media. Do you have any advice in that regard? Hmm. Which is not sex or dating relationship, just something that popped into my head. Uh, I guess be shameless. Yeah. You know, like don't care what people think. Don't Mm -hmm. worry about like self-promotion like and like, oh, it seems like I'm like constantly posting this. It's just like, fuck it. Like, like who cares what people think? Like you are the product. Push it. You know, would you feel insecure if you were promote if you were like selling T-shirts and you were posting pictures of the T-shirts? No. So think of yourself as a T-shirt. 
yeah no that is actually great advice sell yourselves because especially the irish listeners um self-promotion is very uncomfortable selling themselves they could be like the most amazing singer going for an audition and be like oh no I'm actually you know I'm kind of shite sorry you know I shouldn't even be here and then like walk out so that is something I love about New York but I also notice like comedians will criticize comedians for doing that and you're like shut the fuck up let them promote like they'll criticize sure the the people criticizing them are not the ones with followers they're not the ones with fans like I've never seen a comedian with a following criticize another comedian for putting themselves out there it's always someone that's doing open mics or shitty shows or like really slacking on social media I always think of this it's like when someone gives me advice I think hmm do they have a career that I want and if they don't then I go okay fuck their advice like fuck everyone fuck everyone that's great advice even for relationships so I've had people give me relationship advice and I do not want their relationships or I do not want their love life. So that works out or, you know, sex stuff. I've had people be like, do this in the bedroom. And I'm like, I would never want to do what you're doing sexually anyway. I can't be like, well, they'd be doing like way out of what I'm comfortable with. So I think that's great life advice. And I've had, I've had male comedians unfollow me on Instagram because me I post- too I and I I, I mean post- so many <laughs> I know and you wouldn't even I only notice because things like what will happen is they unfollow me I post a lot and I really work on my social media as well um your social media is great thank you yeah and I love it it's my baby and I work hard at it um and it's totally yeah. and then like the thing is what annoys me about them is they don't remove my follow so now I'm just a fan of some shit comedian who has 400 yes. followers and yes. then secondly, because they get to be in their bonnet because they're like, she's just getting things because she's a woman. It's like, nah, bitch, I'm funny and you should work better on your fucking jokes. Secondly, then they'll follow me again and ask me to do a show. Yeah. I, are you are you deranged? You're like, I don't have, yeah. Go ahead. No, it's like, I didn't forget. Like, I remember everything. Yeah, me too. I had one guy unfollow me, then follow me again, then message me um, asking me to do my show and dropped Leland's name saying Leland told me to show I don't know if you know him he's your boyfriend ha 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 um and I don't know if you'll see this because you have so many Instagram followers lol and I know he was trying to be funny but it's like in the context of the fact that I know you won't follow me and then refollowed me again when I started dating Leland and now you're asking to do my show and you're no. dropping that he's my boyfriend and it's just and he probably is like oh you know Maybe he unfollowed me because he thought I was posting too much or something. But A, remove my follow, bitch. B, don't have the cheek. Like, no shame. Did they just go mute me. Like, seriously? Yeah. That's and then, crazy. And then there's, like, lack of shame to ask to do my show. And it's like, and then dropping, like, he, he, and the worst part is he didn't even put in what month he wants to do the show. He just put the dates. I'm like, what am I now a mind reader? So I just responded, what what month? And then he said it. And I said, I'm actually booked up. So, but best luck. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. And then there's a lot of entitlement as well. In, um, um, like, and look, for any of the men listening, I love lads. I'm not here to, I'm not attacking you. But in, in this comedy world, there is a bit of entitlement when it comes to lads and comedy. And they'll be like, well, she hasn't been doing it. 20 years I've been doing it 20 years and I'm like then you should quit if you're at the same show yeah (laughs) go back to your yeah (laughs) that's not don't you need money (laughs) that's not a reflection of me getting things that's a reflection on you not doing the work or maybe you're in the wrong career (laughs) yeah it's ridiculous I will I 
I have to go in a, in a few minutes, okay, but I will say this crazy story. This girl, she, she, I knew her from, I don't even, I don't want to get too specific because this is just so, biz- whatever I'm sure. Okay. So she asked me to do my show and I was like, she asked me on Facebook messenger and I was like, sure, you can do my show. Like I gave her this date. Then I go on Instagram to like make the, I always make like a group and I say like, Hey, everyone, you're on the show. I, she's blocked me on Instagram. She forgot to unblock me before she asked me to do the show. And I guess she blocked me because she was friends with my ex, one of my exes, like from, it was from a while ago. And like, he was one field. So I messaged her and I was like, Hey, thank you. Bl- What's your Instagram. And like, she gave it to me and I looked, I was like, yeah, yeah, this girl blocked me. Like, this is crazy. And she asked me to do my show and didn't unblock me on Instagram. It was not, I'm like, it was a wild. And I was like, I think you blocked me because you're friends with my ex. And then she's like, I don't know who he is. And I was like, I met you with him multiple times. And she's like, who? And then all of a sudden, like her Instagram appeared again. And I was like, because, because I'm the bigger person, I just like, didn't take her off. I really did not want her to do the show, but I just like let her left, left it on the show and was like, okay, but this is just crazy that you had the audacity to ask me to do my show while I was blocked from your Instagram for no reason. Like crazy. It is crazy. And the fact that I'm glad, like I would have done the same as you would have just been like, do the show because a person like that, you'd be like, look, I'm not having you on the show. You have to block me. Fuck that. And then they'll go spread all this gossip, all this drama. So you did the best thing, but like, fuck her. That isn't, the level okay and I'm glad it's actually a woman because I know a second ago I was like these guys but you're right it's yeah yeah. it's people I've had some weird messages from girls as well it just happens it's been way more from guys but there is more guys in this in this profession so there's just a lot of mental people but that is wild that she and the craziest thing she was like I'm sorry to hear that he made people block you I'm like Okay. You are one of them. It's so <laughs> gaslighting as well. And it she should have just been honest. She should have been like, if she was oh, like, yeah, he made me block you. I'm so sorry. Like, I forgot to unblock you before I asked. I'd love to do your show. I'd be like, all right, that's cool. Just be honest. That's yeah. cool. Just be honest. Be like, uh, so Leland actually, and I've spoke about it on the podcast, but he unfollowed me four years ago because he asked to do my show, and I just forgot to kind of. I kind of messaged back a weird thing, <sighs> but I was stressed out because so many people were asking me. And then I forgot about it and he unfollowed me. And this is him at 22. He's 26 now. But recently, before we got together, I bumped into him and I was like, oh, my God, you should do my show. You're so funny. He was crushing it at New York Comedy Club. And then I realized he had asked four years ago. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And then I was like, oh, my God, did you unfollow me? And he was like, "Ah, I'm so sorry. I was so petty. I I was like 22. I I didn't know how to remove a follow. I thought you thought I was unfunny. And I just like was really, you know, childish. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. That's great that he admitted that. And when we started dating, true. We- Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Weeks later. So love it. Obsessed. If people are honest, because no one's above being a fucking idiot once in a while, especially when you're younger or like 
no one's above making a mistake or doing something, you know, and if you're just like, you know what, I'm a fucking idiot. You'll be like, okay, that's way better than him being like, oh, I don't know. It must have by accidentally unfollowed. Get the fuck get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. If when people are honest, it's awesome. And then it just means Detective. I can trust them moving forward. And I like, I can be their friend. Like if you're not going to be honest, then how can I? Yeah. I agree. Thank you so much for doing this. I'm going to ask you, even though you have you like they have so many followers, but there could be Irish people who will definitely follow you. And because you might go to Ireland soon, I hope. Um, yes. What's your Instagram and your podcast and your TikTok? Everything for listeners. Um, my Instagram is at Natalie Cuomo underscore. My TikTok is at Natalie Cuomo. I have a new podcast called Help with Natalie Cuomo, where I ask people for advice, which Katie, I would love to have you on soon. Um, and uh, yeah. That's uh, that's myself. I love that because I love giving advice, but I'm really trying to pull back on it lately. Like be like, oh. you know, because, you know, because sometimes like I've had a couple of guy friends and I'll let you go after this, but ask me for advice about relationships and me be like, yeah, look, I really think this might blow up in your face. And then two months later, it blows up in their face. And then they're they're like, yeah, I know. You. And I'm like, I'm not I'm not giving you advice anymore. I hate when people don't listen when you give advice. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. But okay, you're great. I love you. Thank you so much for this. And Thank you I'll, for having I'll see me. You oh, I'll see you like in a, in a, in a week, right? Next you, Thursday, the thirtieth, or oh, in two weeks. Yes, perfect. Oh yes, and I'm headlining San New York, and you're you and Gus. Ugh, I, you guys are. I was like, not only are they amazing people, but they have such a good vibe, and it's my first time headlining in New York. So I just wanted like people that are really sweet and funny. So I'm so excited that you're gonna be there. I'm so excited. I, if I wasn't hosting, I would be there anyway. You're gonna do amazing. It's gonna be great. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> you will. Okay. Okay. I hope Thank your stomach you. feels better. Bye. Bye. <laughs>